and welcome back to Balanced Body. I'm Ashley Mazurik. It has been a while, and I do apologize. I will have to admit, I have a bit of perfectionism within myself. And so if I didn't think I could do something with my podcast that was absolutely ready and perfect, I didn't do it. And the second half of my year, I teach quite a bit. So I got caught up in that. And then I got caught up with lots of clients and my podcast because I don't really, it's not a revenue generator. Not that it's not important. It's not that I don't like educating and communicating ideas. It just seemed to go down at the bottom of the list. So I have in 2022, it is January, I have made a pact to myself that even if this podcast is 15 minutes, it's 15 minutes of connection with you, ideas and thoughts that I would like to share to continually, consistently stay connected. And I hope you will apologize for the absence in the past. I will say that coming up today, we're going to talk about adversity. It is probably the biggest thing that I experienced in 2021. So let's just talk a little bit about it. And then we are going to dive into what has been requested. And I have been researching for quite a few months on doing a podcast as it relates to the mental, emotional, physical dysfunctions within the body. So the manifestation from our energy centers or wheels or chakras or zones, as you may understand them to be called, and what happens when there is an area within that chakra that has dysfunction, what does it look like physically? What would it look like to the practitioner or to somebody who knows this information when they meet somebody? What, what when they, can they notice physically that can bleed into the idea or notion of something going on with them mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, physically within each center, right? So that's what we will move forward and do next. And there will be a big series in that because, like I said, I'm a little bit on the ADHD side. So anything too long, especially an hour, eh, too much for me. So these will be on the shorter end of the spectrum, which keeps me excited and motivated. And that's what we need. And I, because I want to stay consistent with my podcasts. Again, I love feedback. It is one of the things that keeps me motivating and doing these podcasts. So any kind of feedback on my website or email, ashley at balancebod.com, welcome it. I also have on my Instagram, you can reach me at balancebody.ashley, and I would welcome you feedback, questions, comments. I do have my Facebook page, Ashley. Ashley's Chi, Good Chi Circle, that is more for practitioners to ask technical questions. That is um, also has information as it regard regards my it regards in regarding to my perspective on this whole COVID Corona 
stuff. I won't go into that too much on my podcast. I, I do post things on the Facebook page, Ashley's Good She Circle page, and you'll get an idea of how I feel if you go to that page. For adversity, big 2021 for me. What I noticed was there became the separation separation, exclusion as it related to this corona COVID-19 stuff, I began to see the difference between Republicans and Democrats, right? I saw the separation of vaccinated and non-vaccinated. You were able to see that it was, it was talked about and discriminated against. And that's unfortunate. So for me, going forward, let's understand what's, what separation exclusion ultimately means, right? So that's, it's for us that don't move in those circles of exclusion. I'm a very inclusion type person. I, everybody's invited. Uh, I don't. I don't care if you've got the vaccine. I don't care if you haven't gotten the vaccine. Um, I love everyone. It's not until someone starts to criticize or judge me that I feel excluded. And well, there's a bit of ego that comes out, right? And we have to we have to look at the the lesson in all the experiences that you've had that have adversity in them. And what I would encourage is the compassion. I feel like if I look in retrospect here, I look back at every opportunity that that played out. I also looked at the lesson for me to reach a higher level of love and understanding for those people. Remember, if it's not love, which is inclusion, then it's fear, right? So Fear and love are the polarities. Every emotion that's out there is somehow categorized in the fear clump or in the love clump. So can we, maybe we can't, you know, and in, in some instances I was a little um, triggered in situations with family over the holidays because there was a, family member that was legitimately sick, that had been vaccinated, had been boosted, and wanted to come to one of our holiday parties. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever, right? I know I'm healthy. I don't care. I'm not going to get it. But there are a lot of people that I understand their viewpoint that did not want this person to come. And I understood that. And I, you know, the, the question is, is why do you want to go around, be around people when you're sick anyway? And, and, and do you really want to infect them? Now, question is, is are they really contagious? And he wasn't, but he was still sick. It, at the end of the day, for me, it's like, I feel like that person should just rest at home, like go rest. And there may have been a grander need to be around people for love and support. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not in their head, but there was quite a bit of conflict. And so what... I think that in every situation, if you can take the idea of, are you trying to control a situation? 
by making someone do something that you really have no control to do? And how can you be happy with the current situation and the separation that exists? In other words, I like inclusion, but at the same time, I would have been, I would have been better off if that person who was sick not have gotten anybody else sick at the party. I can't control them, but but so if they are going to come, I will at least do what makes me feel happy, which is be cordial, respectful, and nice, but I'm not going to hang around them the whole day or night or wrap lots of hugs. Now, I did hug this person at the end of the night when I left because ultimately I just, I'm a softie, right? But there were some people that were angry still at the party because they were there and excluded them and was prejudiced and created separation. I'm indifferent to whether you choose to do that or not. The overarching lesson for me in 2021 and going to be 2022 because I'm still working on it is my biggest phrase, equanimity. I love the word. I love the meaning and I'm still challenged and being consistent at having equanimity. For those of you who don't know what that word means or kind of know, but would prefer a definition behind it, not saying you don't know it, you're stupid. I'm just saying it may be a new term for you. It was for me two years ago. And so the word equanimity means the ability to experience life willingly and directly without getting caught up in the emotional reactions and free from judgments of good and bad or good and evil. And so, wow, it's a, that's a word that has a lot of challenging parts to it on a regular basis. And I found through my own sense of reflection, which hopefully we all do at some point in your day, that I'm better at equanimity when I'm more balanced. And I found this this last quarter of the year that there was quite a bit of chaos in the energy field, in these uh, state of minds, a lot of chaos, because there's fear, right? And so if you sense that chaos or if you sense the imbalance in people, which there is quite a bit, then what we can do best as participants in this life, because we are willingly and directly living life, then being balanced, getting yourself balanced is the best way you can deal with chaos because it takes shit. It takes a ton of higher level love to deal with the chaos to deal with other people's shit or their imbalanced states because they choose to not take responsibility for their own balanced state of mind, right? Do I get imbalanced? Yes. Um, So it's my job as I, to the degree that I see I am, right? If you know you are. I can see imbalance because I know what imbalance looks like within myself. I can see judgment or sense judgment because I know that I am also judgmental. I'm not delusional and think that I'm not any of those negative factors. 
I am and continue to work on being better at all of them, not to exclude any of them from having, having my own experience, right, with them, right? Hopefully, you know, we, we all can sense that about ourselves when we're judgmental or discriminating or negative or dramatic. That's a big word, drama, dramatic. So encouraging in 2022, let's put our best self forward or focus on being better versions of ourselves. And I feel like in my journal, my yearly journal, that's con- that's a constant. Like I, I'm constantly saying I'm working on being the better version of myself. And I feel like every day, I, every day, every year, I get a little better at it. Not a lot of better, but a little better. And so what does that even mean? Work on your best self. Well, one thing is figuring out where you have your biggest upset. Where's your biggest pie or shape of self that's, that you criticize, right? What is your critical self? And only work on, I'm saying like work on about three of them. List in your journal, list in your reflective journal. What are your biggest critical points? In other words, what does it mean? What do you say regularly and consistently about yourself that's critical that you criticize, right? So mine may be, I criticize myself when I choose to rest, right? So I have this constant program in my mind that I need to constantly work, work, stay focused, work, not, not, not be lazy, not take breaks. Uh, and so, and then there's the paradoxical, there's the other side of me that says, oh, when can we rest? When can we take a break? When can you self-love? When can you be with nature? When, when's a good time to take a sauna? And there's always this antagonistic struggle between those two thoughts. So that's one one way of looking at your best self for 2022 is working on the areas that you criticize or are critical of within yourself. Another one could be focusing on what you're really good at, like what you're awesome at. And so sometimes we have to really look at what those points are, or you can make it easy for yourself. And also a point of receiving love, ask somebody that's close to you that you trust and you love and you feel confident around to receive love. Ask them, what would you say I'm awesome at? And allow them to give you a giant big hug with lots of adjectives describe you and what you're good at. And then focus on you receiving and being those things and remind yourself on a daily basis. Say those things, those acts of kindness to yourself. Remind yourself how good you are at customer service or client dysfunctions or resolving pain very quickly within clients. Sometimes that may be your avenue of attack for 
looking at your best self. One of the things that we can do to look at the best version of ourself and give kudos and look to see how we can continue to be that and better if we choose is acknowledging what we are today that we weren't five years ago. And then accepting, kind of bathing in that compliment of self and reflection, and then how we can grow in that. Is there areas to grow with that? Is there areas to acknowledge more love around that idea? So it may be that we don't need to do anything to be better. It may be that we just need to look at focusing on the better that we are, acknowledging that and receiving it within ourselves and from others. So the last thing I wanna go over is one of the major conflicts that I continually have and had this year was challenges with people, right? So I have two teenagers. Oh my God, talk about challenges. A mental, emotional roller coaster on a daily basis dealing with teenagers. And, you know, what I've found, if, for those of you who have children, what's for me, one of the most difficult children is you want to be unconditional. It's, it's what I like strive to be, right? We, we want to raise our vibrational love model to be at that unconditional, whether it's a minute, whether it's 10 seconds a day, but with kids, it's difficult because there are boundaries that need to be in place and consistent consequences and consistent conversations around conditional love because they need boundaries, right? Like children will take, take, take unless you create a boundary around it or a consequence because they, that's just how they are, right? They need definitions, borders, and barriers for them to grow. Well, newsflash, most adults are mentally, emotionally 10 to 12 years old. So as I sit here and talk about dealing with the challenges of teenagers, I have to also say, hmm, that's interesting because the challenges that I've had with adults this year mimic pretty much the challenges that I have with my own teenagers, right? So can we look at, look at the challenge from a different viewpoint? In other words, it's all perspective, isn't it? Like if we can move forward in our challenges in 2022, with people and look how can this benefit me and am i really mad and frustrated at the other person or what is it within myself that i'm that i'm mad out not not really mad at them i'm mad at myself because i guarantee it because you at least from my experience it's because i didn't put a boundary around it which kept me safe and therefore, like some people will do, they, you know, they, you'd only, you only 
can get what you ask for, right? So kudos for them for asking for a 50% discount. But for me, it may be very frustrating because what they don't see the value in what I do or how dare they ask for a 50% discount. I, for me, I had to turn that around and go, man, I could never do that. And pretty, it's pretty brave and ballsy to do that. I wish, and I wish I had enough balls to ask for a discount like that. At the same time, it challenges me as the seller to be firm in my belief on how much I charge and how much I'm worth, right? The only reason I'm frustrated is because maybe I don't, I don't, I don't have that much value within myself. And maybe I have to I have to continually verbalize it with a challenge like that from a client to prove to myself that I am worthy. And so every challenge and adversity situation that comes into our life can be looked at it. And I'm not saying this happens initially because we got to go through the whole like cloud of ego and storm and chaos. And then we can just like center ourselves after a bit. Now that may be different for everyone. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's a week, maybe it's, you know, five seconds for some of you, however long it takes, but please finish the opportunity of lesson or challenge to learn to be your best version by going that last step and saying, what could I have learned from this about myself? And then ultimately, can I wrap compassion and love around it? Because at the end of the day, this had nothing to do with them and had a lot more to do with me. And, you know, we know that with Newton's education uh, about journey of souls and every soul that has any type of a relationship with you was preordained and destined to ultimately to get you to a place to be the best version of yourself. We're, we came to earth to learn and grow, and that wasn't going to be on a bed of roses. It was going to be with adversity and challenges. And, you know, I, I like to like try to put a positive spin in some aspects where I say to myself, man, it's been a Oh, challenging week. Mm, somebody must think I'm strong up there, strong enough to handle all these challenges this week. And then put a little giggle on it. Like, okay, this is, this is, I'm going to toot my own horn here and pat myself on the back for dealing with a rough week and do what I need to do to enjoy and have fun. Maybe suppress it a little bit maybe watch a really good intense mystery movie gets my mind off of it and then jump back into it, but always deal with it. Always confront it. Always be the lion. Always be the one that goes up against the challenge to be the best version of yourself. And that's where we're going to end today. So I hope everyone is, well, I hope you're glad that I'm finally back and I appreciate you listening to this podcast, listening to me, taking time and energy out of your day to learn and grow with whatever it may be. And hopefully you were able to use any piece of information that I was able to share 
in this moment today. Have a great rest of your day. And always thank you for listening to Balanced Body Podcast. I'm Ashley Mazurik. Thanks and we'll see.